Hey guys, welcome to Electronic Dance Money, your number one business resource for making money as electronic musicians and producers. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Electronic Dance Money. I am your host, Christian Casido. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Uh, we're going to just jump right into this one. Uh, this is an episode topic that has been, I mean, relatively discussed, or I should say mentioned in previous episodes, specifically with Wyatt Christensen from Donation. I'll have those. Uh, those episodes in the show notes, but uh, we're going to be talking about building a value ladder for EDM producers, what a value ladder is, uh, how to build one, what you should include currently if you're a smaller producer, and then maybe what some of those things would look like as a bigger producer. But I, I've been wanting to discuss the topic on this uh, for quite some time now since I read Dotcom Secrets like a couple of years ago. I just haven't kind of I, other episode topics have come up and then I had a uh, a coaching client reach out and we did a quick little session on building a value ladder, uh, some other things as well. But his main question was on how to build a value ladder, what that looks like for EDM producers and more importantly, like what should you include in your value ladder? So today we're going to be jumping into all of those things. First. Let's just talk about what a value ladder exactly is. So this idea of a value ladder came from uh, Russell Brunson's book, Dotcom Secrets. Talked about Russell Brunson and Dotcom Secrets a bunch with Wyatt Christensen. If you haven't picked up the book, I strongly suggest it. That'll be in the show notes. But there's a lot of really great marketing ideas or tactics that you can utilize for pretty much any business. If your business is online you're going to want to read dotcom secrets and learn different ways of building a value ladder and sales funnels cuz this all is related to sales funnels. So, a value ladder is essentially a ladder or a tier of different price points for things that you give to your customers, clients or audience. Uh and as people purchase a product, they may or may not move up the ladder to the next tier item that is more expensive, but gives gives them more exclusive things. And you essentially can have a ladder that's never ending with the highest price point you could possibly think, you know, a $10 million uh, product, as long as it's truly valued at that price and you're worth that value, someone will buy it if someone sees that value. Uh, you know, many of us probably are not going to have those $10 million, uh, value ladder products, but it's possible, right? If you're someone who's like a massive business magnate that is a billionaire and you're, I, so many, there's so many of those fake bullshit guru billionaires that I don't even want to necessarily like paint the light of like, Oh, you could be a business coaching. It's cause most of that shit is schemy as fuck, but like there is a way to structure something like that. Um, you know, I know Russell Brunson started out, out building a value ladder from building, uh, uh, potato guns and selling them online. And there were like different tier kits that you could get that you would get more things out of it. And so like, that was the first initial structure of the value ladder. But eventually now he's gotten to the point where he does a lot of business consulting for other businesses. 
um, and he does talks and whatnot. And there's a value ladder built within that. Like, I think he does have a $1 million product value ladder item where he essentially will fly out and stay with a company for two or three months and redesign their entire business. So it's like, it's like things like that, where if you sell enough products, you move people down the sales funnel and, and those people become more interested and they like every single product. They're going to move up that value ladder to eventually be at the highest tier thing. One of the best examples that you can point to of a value ladder structured business is Patreon. Like most uh, Patreon users, or I should say most people creating on Patreon, they have a subscription tier list that is a value ladder and you get different, more exclusive things as you move up that value ladder. This is exactly the same thing, but you can, you, you, you know, cut the middleman out and don't necessarily need to do it on Patreon where they're taking a cut. You're succumb to their platform, so they can deplatform you if they don't want you on there anymore for whatever reason. So um, I always think it's best to cut any middleman out and try to build everything yourself on your own platform, like your own website, just because you have ultimate domain and ultimate control over all of that. No one can fuck you over. It's always best to be in that position because you just never know. You never know if someone has it out for you and they're going to do everything they can to get you kicked off of, plat- off of a platform or demonetize you or you know something. So why are value ladders like so important? The best description I can give you is that almost all of your fans no matter where you're at or not, I shouldn't say all of your fans. There is a specific percentage of your fans at any given time, meaning whether you're small or you're big or you're medium, like there is at every stage in your career as a producer or a creative or a business owner at every single stage within that career, there is a specific percentage. It may be small for a short period of time or the entire time. But there is a specific percentage of individuals that want to give you money. They just want to, quote unquote, give it back to you. They want to show their appreciation and they, they need a way to support you. And it's not, like a lot of the times it's not even a want. It is a need. It's like they feel like they need to give back to you for you creating something that they hold near and dear and think is so awesome. Even right now, you may not think that those individuals exist. I guarantee you there is a certain percentage that do. Now, unless we're talking about you literally have, maybe you have a couple of releases out, but you have no fans, right? You have no social media profiles. It's going to be a lot more difficult to find those individuals. Uh, but there are a, there, there is a percentage of people that do want to give back to you. And if all you have to say or uh, offer to them for them giving back is like, oh, just stream my track and share it with a friend. It's not how you should be looking at this. If you're wanting to um, have a successful career as a musician and building this thing, this idea of a business out of your music career, you should have opportunities for people to fund that career for you, because otherwise, how are you going to get there? Um, it's going to be tricky. You know, it's, it's not that it's not doable, but you should have some monetization aspects involved with your, your brand and your music artist profile. So 
you know, whether that be merch, whether that is some sort of subscription tier model through Patreon or different tiers of merch packages, right? You could just ha- sell a beanie and then you could just sell a hat and you can just sell stickers, but then you can have a package of all three that's, you know, maybe it's at a slightly discounted rate than if people were to buy each single product alone. Uh, there's a way to structure that so people can look at it and they can say, oh, you know what? I do want to eventually get all these. I have the money. I'll just purchase all three now. Like they went for the higher tier ladder because they could have. Um, so having some sort of way of people to give back to you without it just being a stream or them sharing is going to allow you to either save money, pay for specific things, whether it's mixing and mastering, cover art, running ads, hiring a business coach, purchasing a new book. Like there are many things, new plugins, what samples, it doesn't matter what the fuck it is. There are things that you need to purchase in order for you to be successful and kind of move yourself up. And the best way to get the money for those things is to offer some sort of thing to sell to people so that they can fund this thing, right? It can feed back into itself rather than you having to take your own personal money, which you obviously always will have to um, for the time being, like the business won't feed itself for a bit, but there needs to be a structure in place for you to have the ability to start feeding itself. Um, and, and when you can really start feeding itself is when you're able to expand and grow out and do new things, bigger, better things, hiring videographers and editors to make your content look, content look cooler, draw more people in, get those people moving up the value ladder, so on and so forth. So that is the entire idea of why we want a value ladder, because it, it, it gives people the option to give back to you in a monetary sense rather than just sharing or uh, streaming your music, which they will probably do regardless. They also want to they want to give you uh, money. So give them the opportunity to give you some money. So let's talk about some value ladder options that we can build out um, as a a small ish producer. And this probably will go for actually, no, I would say this is probably small to medium level producer having some sort of catalog of all of your music that you've ever written that's been released. If you can create some sort of digital album or something, you know, if it's through a record label, you need to look at your contract, maybe talk with them, see if that's something you would be able to sell yourself, right? Because they're distributing it out. But if you're distributing it yourself on your website, they may allow you to do that um, so long as you do own the masters uh, to the music. So I would reach out to the label, see if that's something you're allowed to do, first of all. Um, but second of all, if if you can or it's all self-release stuff, having some sort of anthology of all of your music that you can offer at a small price, right? Maybe it's 10 bucks and it's like 30 or 40 tracks. It's not a bad deal. It could be even less than that, but it's an introductory thing of the first the first product people buy into people like your music that they're streaming and they want to purchase copies of it and they get your entire anthology. Maybe they're a DJ or someone else that just wants to support you collect an email through that. If they're buying your catalog, they're interested and they probably will start moving up the value ladder. Uh, from there, your value ladder can start including merch, right? If people are include are interested in your anthology, they're probably interested in wearing your merch. So Maybe it's twice the value 
of uh, that anthology package. And it's a $20 shirt, $30 shirt, whatever price point you need to set that at. And then again, you can start start structuring out tier packages for the merch. We were discussing that earlier, right? Maybe it's all of your shirt designs in one package for 200 bucks, or like a hat, stickers, shirts, hoodie for more than that. Whatever you feel like is a good cost, it should just keep moving up. One of the best ideas for some of the merch parts of your value ladder is having like exclusive merch that you can only get either through a specific amount of time or to celebrate some sort of release or you hit a stream count, right? You're going to release a piece of merch for the single that, you know, broke your personal record for streams. That's a cool little, and maybe there's like one in 20 that you're actually going to make and sell. Um, and then you could potentially bring those back later on as part of some sort of tiered merch package that's only happening for a limited time. You're bringing this design back, creating only 10 additional ones, right? Make it super exclusive. You can put that, uh, you, you can raise the value on that sort of thing. Vinyl records are a great, great piece of this. Um, and including in some of these higher tiers, if you really want to get exclusive with it, because you know we've talked about exclusivity in the past and how important that is. Like being exclusive, making people feel special, making making them feel like they're a part of this um, inside joke sort of a thing, or they're a part of just this exclusive group of individuals. That's what it's all about. Like that's where you're going to get the super fans. So. You can have some sort of private Discord channel that's, if you're doing the subscription model, this is great to have at one of the higher tier subscription models, right? If you're using Patreon, you don't necessarily need to build all these out and have them um, all hosted on your website where you're doing subscription stuff. If you don't want to do this style, um, you can still take ideas from this and apply it to some sort of three or four tier Patreon um, value ladder that you can build out yourself, but having those exclusive, uh, community, like invite only community areas, like through the discord, through a discord, um, is great. It's a great way to get community involved and it shows who's actually funding you. And you can talk one-on-one with those individuals. Granted, people can leave comments and stuff on Patreon, but like discord is just a cooler space for fans and other producers to all hang out together and talk and DM and whatnot, which by the way, selfish, pl- self selfless plug. Um, we have a discord channel as well. So if you want to come join the electronic dance money discord, a lot of really awesome, great like-minded producers in there. We are always talking about, um, either working on production stuff, marketing, or, uh, just hanging out and shooting the shit. So if you want to come hang out in that discord, go to enviousaudio.com slash discord, come hang out, go check, check the show notes as well. The link will be in there. Um, but, but yeah, we got people joining almost every day now and the community is growing. So come hang out for sure. But let's get back to building some more of this value ladder. You can create a, you can go higher than that as well. You can, and what I like to think of is like pre-planning for when you're starting to see success. So you can have some sort of tier. I've seen this on Patreon, like a 50 or $75 a month tier where people get exclusive access to green room or green room access to your shows. Um, or if, if 
they ever want to go to any show, they can get backstage or they get tickets for free because they're giving you like $50 a month. Like that's a really great exclusive tier that you can build, build out talking about that merch tier stuff. Like you can have a specific design where you're selling 10 of them for $300 a piece, leave them up there for however long you want. But if you wear that shirt to the show and you can verify, like maybe you have some sort of QR code on there that you've created yourself or just something that you can verify people with um, owning an original version of that shirt. They can come to the show, they get free entry or something or free entry to any show where they wear, wear that shirt. So there's like little cool things that you can make really exclusive and have high value for later on when you become more successful or as you become more successful, those will sell out very quickly. And you can be, keep building these packages out, right? You can have everything include your anthology, some exclusive merch, all of your, which includes all of the merch that you have uh, publicly selling at the m- moment, private discord access, give them uh, green room access to three shows of their choosing, plus meet and greets and you'll write a song for them and that can be like a one thousand dollar package it doesn't matter what the fuck it is you can build something cool like that that's included in there um and just having it listed somewhere like on your shop you never know who's going to see that and want to support it there will be people eventually if you get big enough that will buy that sort of a thing for sure you know i can think of five producers off the top of my head I can think of more than that, honestly, that if they had a tier like that, people would be purchasing it if it had enough value involved in it, especially with like meet and greet stuff or green room access to, to shows in, in their hometown. Like there's, there are certain tiers like that, that you can build or start thinking about more of those subscription Patreon, like mid-level tier stuff, you know, you can do behind the scenes stuff of your music live streams that are only exclusive to the discord members where you're either live streaming your production sessions or you're doing a uh you know you're practicing some sets on cdjs or controller and you set up a live recording where it's only people involved in the discord or that purchased in a certain tier they get this sort of exclusive access exclusivity is like it's so fucking key for for all of these all all of these tiers um Maybe not so much the beginning ones, but as they get more expensive, they should become more exclusive. If you're also struggling to pull people into your value ladder a bit more, you know, including some charity initiatives are, are is a great way to show that anyone that's buying in your their money is also going to a good cause. Um, it can help draw people in. Now, um, obviously you should be donating whatever the portion is. Maybe it's 10% of every sale of, of, a, of a specific tier or all of your tiers or all of the things that you sell. You give a percentage to some sort of charity of your cho- choice. Have that listed. Have it be public. People are much more inclined to want to spend money with someone if they know that it's also going towards a good cause and not just in the pocket of some individual. So having some charity initiatives can be a really, really great way of pulling people into specific tiers or all of your tiers, um, or just purchasing your products in general. But that is pretty much it for the value ladder. I think I, you know, we laid out what a value ladder is, why you should have a value ladder and where to begin with building value ladder of brainstorming stuff. 
listen, we could go on for two more hours talking about things that you can include in your value ladder, but I think you guys get the point. I, I will say like an important thing to include in this conversation is building a value ladder that includes things that make you unique, that you find interesting, that you like, because you have to breathe your personality into these sorts of things for to, to get people interested in them. If they're generic, if they're ones that everyone else is doing, sometimes that doesn't hit, right? If it doesn't fit the brand, if it doesn't fit your personality, if it doesn't fit the style, uh, it's going to be confusing and people aren't going to be as interested. The more it's personable and like you and the image you're trying to represent, the more creative creative it is, the more exclusive it is, the more interesting it is, the more eyes you're going to draw into it and you're going to intrigue people a bit more. So keep that in mind as well as you're building these value ladders. How can you make them more personable to yourself, your personality, your brand, all that stuff. But that is it, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. Head to enviousaudio.com slash episode 103 to check out the show notes. Join the Discord, enviousaudio.com slash Discord. I'll talk to you guys next time. Take care.